This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Welcome, everybody, to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic, ADHD and resolutions, the implementation of a lived experience. Uh, We're going to get to the content in a moment. Before we do, we'd like to thank children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, just listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times. Write it down. Listen to another show um, and write down the secret word of that show and then just email me the, the two words. That's all you need to do. Email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When we get it, we'll forward it to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine, and they'll send you a PDF copy of the next edition when it's in print. We have a little tip that we're going to share with you that Chad made, and we'll get into the show. Women diagnosed with ADHD in adulthood are more likely to have depression, be stressed, and have low self-esteem. It's recommended they talk to a professional to develop better life and stress management strategies. But here are some tips. Identify the sources of stress and make changes. Develop healthy self-care habits, such as getting adequate sleep, exercise, and good nutrition. To learn more about ADHD in women, visit chad.org. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. So, Jan, please introduce our guest. Jeff, we have Eric Doc Anderson, an ADHD coach specializing in helping people become the hero of their own story. He has decades of experience working with people who don't fit the middle of the bell curve. He uses stories to help people create real change. In addition to having ADHD, he also has cerebral palsy. That means he not only knows how to work with ADHD, but he understands the struggle. As a result, he's done things many others only can dream of and shows them they can do impossible things too. We also have Doug Snyder as our guest. He's the founder of Neon Brain LLC. His life history is filled with wide-ranging experiences that include designing business software, fabricating custom cars, serving on a submarine nuclear engineering team, and learning to pilot airplanes, to name just a few. After being diagnosed as an adult with ADHD, Doug focused his energies on learning how to excel with ADHD by learning with and from other ADHDers. So Jeff, we're happy to have them with us today. Doc and Doug, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Hey, hey, thanks. Yes, this is awesome. For our listeners out there, this show is uh, very unique for me. We're doing this kind of, uh, we're doing a video version and a radio version kind of at the same time. And this is very near and dear to my heart because I think a lot of people go out there and often things are not working. They're having a hard time getting something done, as I say, because you're paying attention to the wrong thing. 
The one thing that I've learned with people with ADHD, anything that's repetitive, boring, and routine typically is something that's difficult for them to execute on a consistent and regular basis. Um, I do a lot of talking about my own experience as an athlete, um, exercise. I used to swim for four hours a day. Since I graduated from college, I've had workout partners since 1988. We're going to talk more about that in a second, but I want to illustrate how you actually do some of the things that you have a challenge to do. And we're going to be centered a little bit around exercise. Let's start with you, uh, Doug. You guys kind of came together and stumbled across something like, like the couch to 5K on Zoom. What was that? So this is something that uh, um, at the time, um, both Doc and I were uh, uh, heavily involved in ADA, um, uh, Adults of Attention Deficit uh, Association. And um, uh, a mutual friend started up a Couch 5K program. And it was really going to be a pilot three week, three months. And just to get people to start, you know, um, really some of them to actually do a 5K. But what we quickly realized is that it, it just really was about movement and having somebody lead. And we would jump in and do a Zoom. So I was doing that for a couple of maybe a month or so. But, you know, talking to Doc every day about it. And he seemed real interested in it and you know i'll pause and let him tell how he got into it because it was you know kind of fascinating because we're we're doing this running stuff and doc take it away well i, I have cerebral palsy i i walk like a flamingo except the knees go the other way it's it's i mean it's kind of dramatic and so there was no way i was going to do a 5k that wasn't going to happen but i i've came to the realization that I needed to exercise. I hate exercise because primarily inattentive ADD, we don't like to move, cerebral palsy, don't like to move. So I needed help. I needed something outside of myself. I just, I realized I wasn't going to do it. And they were talking about this 5K thing and there was such energy in that. And and it was really interesting. It was It was not something I'd ever really experienced before. And I remember being very, very apologetic and asking permission. Hey, you guys are doing this thing. And and I, I know that I'm not doing a 5K, but I've got like an exercise bike. And so maybe could I sit at the big, you know, at the adult table? And that's kind of what it felt. And all of them went, yeah, sure. Come along. Mm-hmm. And it was fantastic. Yeah, so and then that that you know that where he came in is that really we realized it was about movement. It wasn't mm-hmm. exercise. It was that we were together in movement. Mm-hmm. I think that I had understood before we we did this is both of you neither really like exercise. It's not something that you're normally attracted to. <laughs> oh, boring, right? Yeah. It's, I have it's a hate hate relationship with exercise. Oh, I hear about these people that do swimming, and and it sounds like they kill me. Right. And, yeah. and I was on the swim team. I remember how hard it was to do that thing in the water, repetitive. It just it didn't speak to me. And yet hearing these other people go, oh, I get this endorphin high out of doing this. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't get I, I don't understand that at all. It makes zero <laughs> sense to me. I'm having a flashback back in college in the summertime. I swam at an outdoor pool. It was 10 lanes, 50 meters. And every 10 days we had to do a 3000 backstroke for time, basically take about an hour. All I'm doing is staring up into the clouds. Every once in a while you see backstroke flags. Oh my God, the boringness of it all. 
uh, back in those days, you could do it. But but the, the reason I'm highlighting this is some people are like kind of like, yeah, I kind of like exercise. I want to exercise, but you guys really kind of loathe it. And I'm highlighting that because that's kind of special here because the, the the topic today is actually activating on things that, that are actually good for you. So the, what's interesting to me is the precipice is this couch to 5K. There's a community that you guys kind of joined and made it social. Can you tell me about your experience with that, Doug? Yeah, well, it, it was uh, really that thing where we were going to decide how to, how do we make a space for others to try this? So the person uh, leading it was a runner, and I was just to be a co-host and do this and stand up and make that space. So I'm like, well, if you know, I got I have to do this to support others, right? Even mm -hmm. though exciting to me, no, I I didn't feel like a 5K was in my future, but that space, and of course what you know again realize reinforce that i will do things for others that i won't do for myself but yet standing up and mm -hmm. making space for others allowed me to do it myself and mm -hmm. having this uh social component we would jump on zoom right everybody would be on zoom some three days a week be, um with the video but most of the time just audio so that somebody was talking and you weren't alone mm -hmm. and then we would uh talk you know afterwards and have uh, occasional meetings just to kind of go through um, you know, experience. And, you know, beforehand, we we, we had a couple of uh, meetings to kind of just get us prepped, mm -hmm. right? To, to re re uh, remove the resistance of the actual activation, like lay your clothes out. First of all, go get all the clothes you're going to get and, 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 and identify them and then put them in a place and get some stuff pre-staged so that when, when you are ready to do the thing, you weren't busy chasing all the mm -hmm. pieces. You were actually ready to do that. So that was super helpful in the beginning, but then it was actually the community mm -hmm. and showing up every time. And um, it was super cool. Some people actually did the 5K. Mm -hmm. I did not. And then it ran out. So it was really mm -hmm. just a pilot. Three yeah, months. But, it was, but I like what you It's a community. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're talking about, is this exercise or movement? But I'm hearing community. And it's starting to, it's starting to come in louder. And yes. so, so that had a beginning and an end. But then you guys ended up continuous. Tell us about that. Doc, you want to start? Well, we got toward the end of this thing, and we were seeing benefits to us that, that wow, who knew exercise <laughs> could be a good thing? Why didn't anyone tell us this before? <laughs> and and it, was, it was valuable to us, mm -hmm. and and. Doug and I have pretty strong friendship going mm -hmm. back a little ways. And we decided, you know what? We could just do this, me and you and me and you on mm -hmm. Zoom in the morning and just keep going. Uh -huh. And so instead of coming up with reasons to do it, mm -hmm. and it we just didn't come up with reasons not to. And uh -huh. we just did it. And mm -hmm it continued and it, it kept continuing. And, mm -hmm. and, and then we, we stepped it up to five days a week, which that just blew my mind. Mm -hmm. And now we're doing six days a week, Monday through Saturday. It's I, I'm confused. You're doing this six days a week, but you don't like exercise. You don't like movement. I love getting together with Doug in the morning and being silly. Yeah. And realize that we don't start with the exercise. Yep. There is a, there is a ritual. Yep. to the way we do this that is really important for how we engage and and we have kind of organically adopted roles to make this work mm -hmm. i am up earlier so i will find something silly and either text a a a, a gif or you know 
about where my brain is this morning or some silly picture or an internet thing or a joke or it just and and we will throw silliness back and forth by text for you know a few minutes and then uh <laughs> Doug gets on and we continue making bad jokes at each other and and we start moving you know, down our, our collective roads, I'm on my exercise bike, or I've got a suspension gym I use. Uh, it's, it's whatever we need to be doing. Mm-hmm. And we'll complain about our, our day and get that out of our system for five or 10 minutes. And then we're in a much better headspace. It's funny. It's kind of like, this, like the dopamine warm up. Let's like laugh and joke a little bit before this all happens. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And, and that, um, that whatever he sends me to start it off, is also a, a, a reminder, right? To make sure, and, and it kind of a cue knowing that this is mm-hmm. coming up. So yeah. it really reinforces that. And since our timing is that it's, it's usually eight o'clock in the morning for Doc and six o'clock in the morning for me, I'm in, L- in LA. Um, I'm in St. Louis. That I'm just waking yeah. up. So this has come to be my morning wake up routine. This idea where I'm basically mm-hmm. going from asleep in 20 minutes to being out the door. And a completely different way of um, of waking up because before I would be picking up my phone and doom scrolling and looking at whatever and and being predispositioned uh, by a lot of the negative things happening right when my brain's waking up. So now I've circumvented that's not actually even a part of it. I have this thing joking, get ready, get out, and what a difference that makes for me just in the waking up process. Tell you what, we need to go to a break real quick. Um, for our listeners, our secret word tonight is resolution. Again, our secret word is resolution. And you need to check out websites of these gentlemen, coachingforcreativebrains.com and myneonbrain.com. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change your lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by digcoaching.com. And now back to Attention Talk Radio. Okay, everybody, we're back. We're talking about that kind of dopamine uh, warm-up when you guys kind of get together. Um, and again, one doc, you're in St. Louis and Doug, you're in California. So there's a time zone difference. What time of day are you guys uh, coming together on zoom? Eight o'clock, my time, 6am for Doug. Okay. And so when you, when you get on, can you just tell us about the routine that you go through? You have the dopamine warm up. you guys start talking and then Doug, you go for a walk and doc, you do various things in your house. Is that right? Correct. Tell us about um, the, the, the conversations and kind of what transpires, like a, a day, in, a morning in the life of you guys moving. The the big thing that really makes this accessible in ways that other things don't is we start in a state of play. 
that is that is incredibly important and uh, there it, it takes something like what 400 repetitions to create a new neural pathway unless you're in a state of play and then it takes something <clears throat> stupidly small like 25 or 30 uh-huh. so play is really important for ADHD brains and it makes it safe and it makes it something that we can do and it makes it something that is accessible and and it it this is not unobtainium this is not we're going to go exercise with a capital e it's it's some silly texts doug's wake doug's wake up call and then we we get together by phone and the conversation yep. continues yep. and as doug's going up the hill and i'm on my exercise bike it just we talk about where whatever we're yep. doing and wherever we are and the fantastic thing that has come out of this and i'll i'll let doug take this is how many other things this has allowed us to access Hmm. Yeah, I, I think that that's a, a, a great thing to talk about, but I'll pause for that because I think Jeff might have some questions about that. Uh, you know, just really my mindset, because I'm just waking up. A lot of times I walk out the door and it's you, you, right now it's chilly. Uh, it, you know, it's not super cold, but, you know, in the, in the 30s, I, I'm kind of cra- crabby still, right? I'm <laughs> still that wake up kind of crabby, not really there. And it's what's amazing is part of that first 10 minutes is that even a reset to not being crabby, not mm-hmm. being super happy, but just kind of a baseline difference because that we're chatting about stuff. So what we might be talking about is, hey, ADHD is something that we're exploring, we're leaning in, we're trying to be our best self. So a lot of times we'll be talking about something along those lines. Or uh, another great thing that happens is we'll actually talk about the day before. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, is that, uh, from my perspective, is often I'll say the highlight of the day before about things that happen and the highlights are kind of negative. You know, that flight fight or freeze that I'm looking at, Oh, what was the day like? And I'm keying in on the negatives, but we talk through kind of that thing. And what is amazing is that I'll hear myself say these things that happened and I'll realize, wait a second, there's actually a lot of great things that happen. So what helps me is in this process is often I'll revisit what happened before and cement in a different meaning about my previous day. And Mm -hmm. that it hears me differently about how the rest of my day is going to go today. And before I didn't do that reflective thing. So people say to journal and this Mm kind of acts like a journaling thing where you, where I get to tell a story to somebody and it's really for myself and have somebody, uh, you know, help me reframe it, help reinforce somebody does great things. And that. Uh, what it it completely changes my day moving yep. forward by revisiting that instead of what I used to do, wake up, think about the day before, key off that negative thing, yep. and then think, look for that negative in the next thing. Yep. And having that reprogramming uh, because of me telling yep. my story, huge, huge difference. I love how you guys are describing it for our regular listeners um, that listen to me a long time. I talk a lot about Dr. Barkley's executive functioning model, and I'm going to have a show after this show kind of talking through what we're talking about now, but from an executive functioning perspective. And a, and a little tip to that is basically um, 
part of, of, of thinking, working memories, the booting up process and the thinking through stuff. And often people with ADHD, they need to actually say the words out loud. It's funny because I'm hearing that you're kind of talking about your day. I think reflecting back on yesterday, kind of warming your brain up for the day. You have the, the dopamine warm up to get your kind of brain ignited, but there's actually some thinking kind of going. It looks like you guys are just two friends on Zoom, kind of getting something done, but I'm starting to hear there's a lot more happening, a lot more thinking, a lot more, maybe even problem solving, sharing thoughts and ideas. Do you guys actually find yourself sometimes getting into just the troubles of the day and helping each other? Yes. Yes. That a big piece of what we do is giving each of us space so that our ADHD brains can get past the feelings we have around all of these things so that we can then process on them because ADHD is such a feelings first existence so often Mm -hmm. that we get to process through the feelings. And once we've kind of moved those aside and they're no longer, you know, occupying our, our, our entire sight line, Mm -hmm. then we get to really dig into what things mean and, 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 and explore things and talk about things without shame and, and celebrate, Mm -hmm. uh, anchor, uh, all of these things this is this is vitally important space we get to get past the feelings so we can actually make choices instead of just being swept along on the reactive wave yeah so i want to stop here for a second here's two guys that arguably don't even like movement <laughs> um <laughs> that all of a sudden get into this and they're doing it six days a week and you've been you've been doing it together for a year and a half now and yeah, we we did like yep. 150 times last year, and Doug said we just crossed, what was it, 215 this year? Yeah, yep. yeah, 215 was this morning, yep. And you guys said, like, you look forward to this every day. I guess this doesn't I make to sense. spend time with my best friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, that we do look forward to it. And in fact, this is this is something that we actually had to lay some ground rules down, Jeff, which is, which, if you would have said this two years ago to either one of us, we would have said, I don't know what you're talking about. That yeah, what are you smoking? Language. Mm-hmm. But uh, the rule that we have now is that there's some mornings where the day requires that we, we can't do it. Maybe I didn't get enough sleep last night because of work or something where it's like, this is just not the day to do this. Mm-hmm. And Self-care has the right of way. Right. Yeah. Self-care has the right of way. And this thing that we're, we're we, every time I ask, say, hey, this is not one of those days and it's infrequent. It feels so weird. To not be doing it everything is driven to showing up and i feel actually guilty about not being there and at first it was guilty for him but it's guilty for me too because mm-hmm. when we get they're so powerful and it's like wait a second today is not that day and yep. yet uh, compelled almost to yep. do it and the I, I just can't believe yep. you know looking back two years ago there's no way absolutely um, I want, I want to hold Jeff. that. I want to hold that thought. Come back. Let's go to a break real quick. Our secret word tonight is uh, resolutions. And again, you got to check out these guys' websites: coachingforcreativebrains.com and myneonbrain.com. With that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. 
Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? <laughs> Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay, do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. All right, we're back with Doc and Doug. One of the things I share is I remember, I'll never forget, I was, I was out of college, I'm living in New York City, and I had a, a friend that we would swim in the morning. Uh, we used to swim at the Newark Athletic Club, but he worked at uh, Brown Brothers Harriman, and a lot of times he's an investment banker, and sometimes he would have to pull all-nighters. And um, I was a sales guy at different times, and I had different functions, and the way we did it every day was during the week, it's a stand thing, we're going to go swim tomorrow at 6 o'clock, and the idea really was is your alarm would go off, and you'd pick up the phone right? Both alarms going off at the same time. So the phone's going to ring or whatever, and you pick it up. And basically, if you heard a busy signal, then that person is out. So we take the phone off the hook, right? And if you, when you pick up the phone, it was basically you in, you out. That, that was it. Like, and it was funny because it was, sometimes the phone wouldn't ring, but most times it was going to, right? And so this is a weird dynamic. You'd pick it up. And then when you started saying the words, are you in, you out? Like some days I was like, oh, I'm just tired today. But when you said you in, you out, or I hear, are you in, you're out? Okay, yeah. And then all of a sudden you're out of bed and you're walking out the door and you're like, what the hell happened? Right. But it was funny because I'm actually saying the words, you in or you out or whatever. And then for me, I would walk to, it was like a 25 minute walk. I'd grab my cup of coffee on the way there. And it's kind of fun. another thing I used to get, I had to wear a suit, right? Because uh, I would go straight from the pool to work and I get dressed in the dark because I didn't want to fully awake. I wanted to kind of slowly into it. And one day I show up at the at work and I got a brown shoe and a black shoe. And so I, ultimately I ended up buying um, uh, shoes with texture and socks with texture so I could feel them. They're all black or all brown. I could feel them and tell what it was. It's just these funky little things that you do. But 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 the, that notion of self-care years the right of way is that sometimes we would be out, but and we, and we had our own little boot up thing and, and kind of this normative rules that we had as we kind of went forward. Now, we were on the topic that you guys had ground rules in place. And you talked about one and I want to let you guys continue. And also, Doc, you were going to say something a second ago. Well, a big piece of this and Doug talked about how weird it feels to not do this is as ADHDers, we also often have kind of a, a love-hate relationship with routine and structure. It is something that we need, but structure very often feels like a prison. And that as soon as it's there, we want to escape it anywhere else. And that we realized at one point that this structure, structure is either a prison or a fortress. A prison keeps you in, a fortress keeps bad things out. And that if you try to impose structure on me, I'm going to fight it because the whole ODD coexistent uh, conditions, uh, my, my inner toddler brain goes, no. Uh, but if that structure, if that routine gives me comfort, you can have it when you can pry it from my cold dead fingers. Mm -hmm. And this has become a comfort routine. Mm -hmm. So we own it. 
Mm-hmm. That's the difference. And then is it is it a comfort routine or is it now something you look forward to? Yes, I'm yes. going to go e all of the above. Yeah, and and, and myself, we are we are, uh, we went, did our walk this morning and had to get up earlier so that we could be on here today, and that was even tougher for me. But it was uh, last night when we were talking about how we're going to run our day. I said this is so important, and it allows me to wake up. So for me, it's it's an it's kind of like my anchor of of my 24 hour cycle. Mm-hmm. It is the thing that helps me reboot and do things during the day, but it's also strangely allowed me to really tap into improving my sleep quality. When do I go to bed? Because what I'm going to get up this time every day and mm-hmm. it's that important and mm-hmm. I don't want to sell that short. So now I start thinking about how do I start moving things around and prioritizing for this mm-hmm. versus uh what was before basically my day job that was that was the existential Mm -hmm. crisis everything revolved around it everything else kind of uh in service or not of that and Mm -hmm. now i'm going no the most important thing is this thing and then Mm -hmm. i start fitting other things in which i wasn't able to access before and and that has allowed me to do a lot more things about Mm -hmm. what are priorities for me what routines Mm-hmm. how to even think about doing habits. And I know mm-hmm. that every time I do think that, oh, I should do this habit, mm-hmm. right? That I don't do it because that should is somebody yeah. else's list or somebody else's idea. But we have now <laughs> this experience of of doing something and then making community, making this dopamine happen beforehand that I can start applying it to other things. And boy, that was a revelation yep. because I didn't have any experience. It was always um, try to do it. It was somebody else's list. The should yep. I, I wasn't owning it. It was hard and did it a few times and uh, you know it didn't work. You know, like meditation's one of them. My joke about yep. meditation is I tried that once and it didn't work. <laughs> well, of course it didn't work. You have to <laughs> do it more than once. So this thing where we did it enough is like, oh, this is how it worked for me to start doing the things I really want to do that I couldn't have access before. So I want to kind of go, Brett Thornhill uh, interviewing him years ago, and he talks about non-med meds, meditation, exercise, diet, and sleep. And I've also interviewed Dr. John Rady. If we could put exercise in a pill, it'd be the 80 drug of the century. And I want to kind of root this for a second, because we started this up. The purpose of this, this discussion is a lived experience. And for people to begin to understand, you're paying attention to the wrong thing. The just do it is not a, an effective strategy. Because if you're starting to listen to Doc and Doug, this is friendship. This is community. This is this shiny thing that, that's there. Exercise is a byproduct or movement is a byproduct of what's really going on. It's not really what's primary. And I really want to highlight this because we've got this thing that neither one of them like to do that they've been doing for a year and a half, six times, and they're looking forward to it. Because of when you exercise or move on a regular basis, it, it makes it easier for you to sleep. It relieves stress and tension. It's a natural thing. And so it makes everything else really that much easier. And I am going to do a show after this. It's basically understanding this from an executive functioning perspective. Um, and I like how the guys are sharing it. But you're talking about this as routine and stuff like that. At the end of the day, they're excited about doing this. And the point of this and the reason I wanted to do this show and the reason we're releasing at the beginning of the show is we have our resolutions. It's more than just I'm going to do this. You've got to immerse yourself in the experience. Make it something that you're excited about. And I think both of have described this. And I know 
for our uh, video uh, viewers right now, if you're looking at Doug, the background that he's got is actually a picture that he took one morning when he was out on one of the Zoom calls. It's, and I said, you got to put that thing up there because it's very, very symbolic. And so at the end of the day, I really want to hammer home. If you want to execute these things that you're really looking to do, it requires a little bit, make it a little bit fun. And I want each of these guys to exercise, I mean, um, share your comments on this. But again, the focus really isn't as much on movement. It is community. And look at all the great stuff that's happening. Doug, you want well, to come? Doc, go ahead. The, uh, I, I'm going to give you the ugly truth of how it really works is that I know all the reasons I should exercise quality of life yep. and movement and that 50% of adults with CP are non-ambulatory by the time they become adults and and muscle mass and and all of these <laughs> things. There's there's all of these reasons yep. I should exercise. Yep. I don't I don't care about any of those. Yep. Those don't motivate me because they're not in the moment. That's future self. And yep. future self and I, we know each other. We wave to each other in the hall, but you know, <laughs> I mean, it's we're we're acquaintances at best. But what will get me out to move is the shiny thing of the moment, the the thing that is sparkly, the thing that matters to me, my best mm -hmm. friend, mm -hmm. uh, someone needs me. One of the biggest reasons I have for exercising is I love to take pictures. Mm -hmm. And for me, putting a camera in my hand and being able to get down low and up high and move and not fall over and, and mm -hmm. all of these things, that's what I'm exercising for. Not, mm -hmm. not for these quality of life issues, but for these very very immediate payoffs mm, just the, the other stuff comes along yep. for the ride absolutely Doug? you know and i'd like to just jump in and and, and ride, ride that a little bit is that you know you see the picture in my background one of the things that i noticed that you know i i have a you know the hill is about uh, 550 vertical feet that i walk so it, it's 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 strenuous right at, at you yep. know at the pace i normally take but I'll, you know, it's often pretty dark when I get up now, especially this time of year. And I'll look and I'll go, oh, the light, the cl there are clouds and stuff. It's just not blue sky. And I like, <laughs> oh, I what I find myself doing, Jeff, this just blows me away, is that I will work the hardest to get to the top of the hill so I can take this picture thing because I love photography also, yep. that it completely changes my pace. And Doc will be talking yeah. to me and all of a sudden all I'll be doing huffing. I would never do that. And mm -hmm. I mean, he I'm is literally motoring up that hill to get that picture <laughs> to, and... to be able to get that yeah. again because of the dopamine, the thing in the moment, the thing that interests me in the service of it is actually to get there, the exercise. And it hurts at the moment, but I either because I'm talking to him, I forget completely that it does or that that goal to get there again, that shiny moment yep. right then and there to get that thing makes it so I get even better movement uh -huh. that again. We would never imagine that that is, but it's about right now, this horizon that he talks about, this future self and benefits. It, it, I mean, it's a, it, it's a should. Yeah, list screw what should motivate yep. you. Find Absolutely. what does. Yeah. Yes, it's, yes, yes. It's not what you should do. It's what you will do. And you guys will do this in community. Uh, you might not exercise on your own, but you will do that. And that, that I talk a lot about. Yeah. They, now, there's a thing. There's a thing, Jeff, is that when one or the other of us misses, usually the other one is out exercising. Yep. yep. Now we do. 
Yeah. And before we would never do if if someone bagged out, like like you said, had not it's like, oh, okay, you know, it's one of those days. Now we will do it ourselves. I will do this walk. He will do the stretching and stuff. And that is also mind blowing because again, I'm I'm with you. My question to you is if one of you got hit by a bus and couldn't do it, how long do you think he would continue to do it by yourself? Not long by myself. I would find someone. No, I, 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 um, I'd be looking for someone else. Yep. The reason I'm bringing this up is, as as I said, I've had a workout partner since 1988. In the early nineties, um, I I would still, I competed for the New York athletic club. They paid me to go up there and do some stuff. But anyway, I I moved down to Tampa and I had to start to train at a time of year and swim when nobody was around. And I could, I could actually work out by myself for about three weeks, but that was it. That was it. I mean, that was, That was because I had a goal-oriented thing and I had made a commitment. I was going to get paid. I was going up there to see some friends, which is more than normal. But I'm, I'm sharing this with everybody that really anchor this. And I'm really glad. And see, at the end of the day, you do this with people. You look forward to it. You can do it on your own a little bit. But the, the, the reason this is working isn't because you have to exercise or you need to exercise. It's because you've designed an environment that you look forward to going to. And it, 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 it's not only is just friendship. And we'll talk more about this in the next show about executive function, about the other things that you bring into the table that actually is helping you think through the day. And so it's just, it's a powerful thing. And I'm really glad you guys agreed to come on the show and share your personal experience because this is what activation really looks like. Sustained, long-term activation. And I, I'm, I'm so grateful. And so, Doc, thank you so much for coming on the show. My pleasure. Doug, same thing as you. Oh, this is, I'm really glad to be able to share this story. And, and again, this is the nut, you know, kind of get a little mad about it. This again, it's for doc and I to remember why we do this because yep. we uh, have imperfect memories and we forget. So th- this reinforcement, Oh yeah, I got that thing. Well, I, I want that again. Right. And, yep. and to keep reinforcing the things we get out of it. And, and we do that through, through community and through sharing and being ourselves and, you know, sometimes saying the ugly, like, Oh, I don't feel like it. And then we support each other. And then magically through that support, we keep, doing it and then we now have a chance to look back at these breadcrumbs of of my count because i'm counting and um seeing like huh we actually did it this many times this year that's that's amazing and and again it's not about tracking for tracking sake so we can plan it's just more of remembering that this works for us because we might forget in the next 24 hours absolutely well again so jeff yep i would like to point to something that you said that is really important because here's Doug and I, you know, exercise is that thing. And we've found a way to act, to access that. And that, you know, if it wasn't the two of us doing to get, we wouldn't be able to do it by ourselves. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is, these are two guys that, that wouldn't exercise by ourselves. You have a history of exercise. You have a, a long history of exercise and are, you are connected with how important it is. Exercise is not unobtainium for you. And yet what came out of your mouth was if I did it by myself, I wouldn't be able to do it for more than about three weeks. 
So yeah, that's I'm no different from you guys. You guys don't like exercise. I like exercise, but at the end of the day, the experience is the same. It's really difficult. There are some anomalies of people that can do it, but the majority mm -hmm. of people out there, like 80% are falling in our bucket. And I I'm comparing and contrasting us because I did it for a really long time, but I know it's all about people, people. Swimming is very social. You go, you go away for a meet. I might swim like one day for two one-minute swims, but the rest of the time I'm playing cards, I'm socializing. It's all about the connection and the people that's really kind of going on. And so I'm glad yeah. you brought that up, Doc, because uh, literally when it comes to it, I'm no different than you are because it's swimming around a black line and looking at the clouds for a couple hours is just god awful boring. And, and well, but you know, see, this is what ADHDers do is we have this view yep. of, oh, Jeff swims. Well, you know, he's naturally motivated. I could never yep. do that. And so to pull back the curtain and say, no, yep. this is really what it takes. And it's yep. okay that that's what it takes. This is what makes this stuff accessible. Yep. For ADHDers is telling the truth about it. So that's what it enables. So gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the show. Everybody, you got to go check out the websites, myneonbrain.com and coachingforcreativebrains.com. With that, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Attention Talk Radio. Take care, everybody.